Welcome to Strings, a bluegrass podcast. This is my very first foray into the podcast world. I am normally a bluegrass music DJ, broadcasting bluegrass, bluegrass gospel, and some traditional country with the Bluegrass Jamboree online. So if you want to hear my shows, I have two shows. One is Up on the Ridge, the other one is Off the Beaten Path. And they're on thebluegrassjamboree.com, heard throughout the world. So this being my first, very first podcast, I'll be telling you more about me and about what the show is going to be about. Now about me, I grew up in southwestern Ohio, maybe a little closer to uh, midwestern Ohio, but but I consider it southwestern Ohio because we are actually 60 miles from Columbus and 60 miles from Cincinnati. There, If you travel up I-75 till you get to Dayton, Ohio, make a right turn, you come to a town called Xenia, Ohio. That's where I live right now. Of course, I didn't always live in Xenia. I grew up in, in Xenia, Ohio, was born in Dayton, Ohio, and at the tender age of 18 with a wife and child on the way, I went ahead and joined the military and headed all over the world. My first assignment was in Southern California, that was after, after training in, in Keesler Air Force Base, Mississippi. But I went to Southern California and where I was stationed at March Air Force Base, just right outside of Riverside, California. Then from there I went back to Mississippi for instructor duty. I was an instructor at Keesler Air Force Base, Mississippi for two years. I then got out, joined the reserves for a little bit, went back into the military, and then ended up at Norton Air Force Base in California, which is about uh, what, about 20 miles from, uh, from March Air Force Base. <laughs> I was there for a little over, a little under two years. Then I went to REF Fairford in England. I spent a couple of years there. Then I came back to California, Northern California this time, to Mather Air Force Base. At Mather Air Force Base, I was there for two years. And then uh, they, well, they decided I needed to switch with a fellow at Ellsworth Air Force Base in South Dakota. Well, I really didn't want to go to South Dakota. But, of course, the military has better ideas, so they say. So me and him switch places per the military. Air, strategic Air Command is what that was. So I went to uh, Ellsworth Air Force Base, California. And there I finished my, in my uh, career as an air, airman in 1992. Came back to Ohio. Spent a few years in Ohio from 1992 to 1999. Then I went to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And before all that happened, going back to uh, when I was a reservist in 1980, I listened to a radio station called, especially in the morning, I listened to it in the morning, out of Yellow Springs, Ohio, called WYSO. They played bluegrass music. In the morning, a um, radio show called "Rise When the Rooster Crows." That was pretty much my introduction. Although I had a little bit of introduction before that, when I was a teenager, I did some uh, roofing with my next door neighbor, 
and he used to listen to country music and back then in the early 70s country music had some bluegrass music well I didn't like the country music but I liked the bluegrass music and back then I was listening to rock and roll so rock music was my my thing and I listened to that for for many years but I, I had first heard some of the uh, bluegrass music like Rocky Top and uh, some others by the uh, uh, the Osborne brothers and then um, but when I got out of the military I was getting more interested in bluegrass music when I got down to Charlotte I actually put some bluegrass music on my I didn't have an iPod I had I was cheap I didn't have an iPod I had a just a, a little mp3 player put some music on there and as I went out running at uh, during the day trust me I didn't run a lot <laughs> but when I went out running during the day I would listen to bluegrass music after a few years well, probably about uh, five years in Charlotte North Carolina I uh, ended up in Goldsboro North Carolina little did I know there was lots of music bluegrass music going on up there my first live performance that I saw was in a library in Goldsboro North Carolina and it was a group called Samantha Casey in the bluegrass jam at that point I started looking for other live music there and I found uh, several different places to to uh, see live music well while I was there one of the fellers I worked with grandparents had a had a fire lightning struck their house and it burned down his grandparents house come to find out his grandparents uh, his grandfather played bluegrass music and he lost all of his instruments in the fire well I got this crazy idea to do a bluegrass festival for his grandparents so I started putting together this bluegrass festival and I needed an MC. I didn't know enough about bluegrass music to to actually MC a bluegrass uh, festival. So I found a lady by the name of Annette Grady. She had a friend called Al Cotter, who played Cousin Brossy at a lot of festivals. Who I I didn't know either one of them at the time, but Cousin Brossy was uh, touring with uh, Merle Haggard and uh, not as part of the band but uh, as their merchandise guy and he toured around with uh, with Merle Haggard well cousin Brossy had his uh, an own little shtick that he did um, which was kind of in relation to Minnie Pearl and I, from what I understand I think uh, cousin Brossy is related to Minnie Pearl well if you think about it, Minnie Pearl and then Cousin Brossy was, would be cousin of Minnie Pearl. <laughs> I don't know if they're cousins or not, but uh, uh, Cousin Brossy and Annette Grady emceed my little festival we had. Well, at that time, I, I was really listening to a lot of bluegrass music th through Annette Grady. She had taken over for her grandfather when her grandfather passed away. Her grandfather did uh, a, a radio show starting in about 1947 and continued all the way up until he passed away. And then Annette took over his show. And uh, Annette was on a terrestrial 
radio at the time out of uh, Greenville, North Carolina. And I was listening every day and I would make requests and I'd get used to all the, all the bluegrass music. Well, one of the things I had asked Annette was, was there a bluegrass association in North Carolina I wanted to join? And come to find out, there was no bluegrass music association for the state of North Carolina. In fact, I don't even think there was one for our area in North Carolina. So I got this wild idea. Why don't I go ahead and create a North Carolina Bluegrass Association? Well, I found out that I had to have at least two people to create an association in North Carolina. So I asked Annette, would you want to help me start up this uh, North Carolina Bluegrass Association? She said, why, of course she would. So Annette and myself decided to go ahead and start the North Carolina Bluegrass Association. And we ran, I ran that uh, from 2012 until I left in 2015. In 2015, I had done a few things. Um, st well, I started up my, my uh, DJ career with Annette after going in and um, sitting in with her a couple of times. And then I asked her, Annette, if I, if, if I could maybe try my hand at doing a bluegrass music show on her, on her station. Well, she obliged and gave me a chance. And I started it out with, uh, I don't know how, how pe other people started out. I started out recording my show. And I'd, I had been to a festival and talked to a gentleman by the name of Campbell Mercer. Campbell Mercer was the instigator and the Cumberland Highlanders. If you remember, the Cumberland Highlanders had a, a TV, sh TV show on RFD-TV. Talking with Campbell Mercer, I asked him, do you think I could go ahead and rebroadcast some of your show for my show on the radio? Well, he said, absolutely. And I started recording some of his shows and rebroadcasting them as a portion of my show on the Bluegrass Jamboree. From there, things just just exploded for me. You know, I, I did my show and then eventually came up and decided to do another show. So I have two shows on the Bluegrass Jamboree. So this weekend marks my sixth year doing live bluegrass music on the Bluegrass Jamboree. And so I thought, well, hey, how about we, I do, maybe get somebody to do it with me, a music podcast, a bluegrass podcast. Well, this bluegrass podcast that you're listening to right now is not going to be designed to actually play bluegrass music. We're going to talk about bluegrass music. We'll talk about a lot of other things. Uh, we may get a little bit of music on here because uh, some of the guests that we'll have will be bluegrass musicians. People that have bands and do are out on the road all the time. So we may get, may get to be able to play some of their music. Uh, now, one of the biggest reasons we, we're not going to be playing a lot of bluegrass music is because of copyrights. Now, as a podcaster, the copyright 
for playing music unless you have the actual musician there it is um, something we just can't afford <laughs> I don't get paid for this we can do it as a radio station because we're covered by different licensing with as a radio station than as a podcaster so we will mainly talk about bluegrass music bluegrass musicians where the mu- music is going whatever whatever we can come up with now i've got a a friend of mine that's going to be helping me out with this show his name is randy malden and he is part of the the grass strings we've been playing on our radio station the grass strings have been around for quite a while when he comes on board hopefully next week that's uh that's where we're going what we're going to be talking about We're, we're not going to be talking about politics can't guarantee that politics will never be talked about but we're going to be, our topics are going to be mostly about bluegrass music, bluegrass gospel. Maybe some traditional country. We're also talk about pretty much anything we decide to talk about. You never know what, we, what will come out of our mouths, I'll tell you that. Well, that's how I present some of my shows. You never know what's going to, be, what, what's going to come out of my mouth. We're also going to invite special guests to the show. Special guests, again, will be uh, mainly bluegrass musicians. That's what this show is going to be about. So, in closing, you know, we talked about me, talked about uh, the show. We'll be talking about bluegrass music, music in general. We'll have other topics. I'm going to be, we're going to have special guests. And... I'll be bringing on Randy Malden as a co-host of the show starting hopefully next week. We'll see how that goes. I'm Ron Ackerman, and this has been Strings, a Bluegrass Podcast. Be sure to tune in next time.